Hello. Hello, hello, and welcome. Yes, yeah, so tonight we're going to be talking about Australian rental crisis and our investors to blame. I'll tell you why. What's been happening is I've seen a lot of comments on social media on um, some of my posts, and there's people going, oh, it's you and all your investors, and that's why people can't rent properties and blah, 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 and people are getting upset. With it, our- doesn't make, it doesn't make sense to me, George. Look, a lot of people don't make sense on the internet. That's why we <laughs> record straight and what's happening. And I want to talk about who is really to blame for the rental crisis. And it won't be a surprise, but I'll tell you very soon what, why and what's happening. But literally what's happened is this. There's actually uh, recently hundreds of families in, in Adelaide and around and in each city that have been trying to get rental place. They've been knocked back and they're living out of their car, the caravan, people's couches out of a suitcase. And yet and, with the amount of people that left Australia during the lockdown, you would think it would have opened up more rental properties. Yeah, but all the Australians came back too. Yeah, true. Yes. So um, so what's happened, we've got a massive rental crisis, if anyone that's listening doesn't realise that. And has anyone been affected, by the way, guys? If anyone has, let me know. Um, because I'm very curious about that. But it was a perfect storm of what happened. But I blame APRA and the government for this. Surprise. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Because what happened was um, APRA did a Royal Commission. That was uh, probably three or four years back. And what they did is they tightened lending and made it very difficult for investors to buy investment property. And they also wanted to charge extra interest for investors to get investment property. There you go. Right? Yep. Because they were try- I don't know what they were trying to do, but obviously not help people get properties. So, so it was hard to get properties. It was hard to lend. Then the pandemic hit. And most investors just shit themselves and fell out of the market. You know, we actually had members of our property group that left as well. And I said to them, I said, don't leave. There's going to be a boom. And they're like, oh, you know, nah, it's risky. And I'm like, look, stop watching TV. Because TV is one of those things, right? Biggest influences. Guys, if you're watching TV, do me a favour. Switch it off. Do yourself a favour, not me a favour. I haven't watched TV for 30 years. Right? Really? Yeah. No TV. No movies? No movie night? No, no, I love movies. I watch movies all the time. But I don't watch TV. Yeah. So what I do is I put on my TV and put on Netflix or Stan or Apple and get something I want to watch. I don't go to free television where they've got ads and they force me to watch whatever they want me to watch. It assaults your brain. So what happens is a lot of people don't like thinking. And that's the reason they watch TV. Because I don't know if you know I don't know if you know that person where they come home, as soon as they get in the house, TV goes on. And goes off when they go to bed. Well, some people don't actually turn it off. They go, they watch it in their bedroom and go to sleep watching TV. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. No, I know plenty of people that do it. I don't have a TV in my bedroom, but yeah, I don't either. I dated this girl. I dated this girl once. She had TVs in every room. Yeah. You know, (laughs) the thing is, TVs like just stop your brain from thinking, and unfortunately, you're not going to get anywhere in life by watching TV. 
is it like reading too much as well? When someone gets sick, they'll read every single possible scenario and then assume that that's what they've got. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's I, I guess, look, people get sucked in by media, right? So what happens is the media is always going to um, attack, attack you with your fears, right? Yeah. Because fear sells views, gets views. People love, you know, they say if it leads, it bleeds. So what happens is people, you know, they see this article saying, oh, your property, pro the property market's going to crash. They're like, oh, my God, right? And yes. they've got this deep set of fear that it might crash. And then they, see an, every day. <laughs> they see an article that it might crash. And they're like, oh, my God, it's going to happen. And you know what it's like. But you talk to a lot of people before they join our program. And yeah. they're scared. There's a lot of fear they're there. Scared. And unfortunately, the media, social media, the government, TV has all come together to create fear. Yeah. And look, no one got rich by being scared and watching TV, right? No. The other thing is no one got rich by buying a house or saving saving up money in the bank or putting, you know, doing that, right? They didn't get rich that way. Do you no think also part of the rental crisis is due to the fact that people that were originally renting bought houses and um, they're not moving, people aren't moving around as much? No, no, we've got, okay, so this is the deal. In the last two years, the amount of rental properties is halved. Halved. It feels halved. like it. I, I see people putting advertisements on Facebook, buy, swap and sell that they need a rental property. The, the property market is halved for rental properties. That's terrible. You know how long it's going to take to recover? How long? Two years. Two years? Yes. So if you think the rental crisis is bad now, Unfortunately, we've got another thing coming. It's going to get worse. It's going to get really bad. It's going to be terrible, right? Um, this is the worst rental crisis in Australian history. In Australian history? Never in Australian happened. history. This is worse than depression. So like people, wouldn't investors be helping this? Well, okay, look, this is the deal. Exactly. So who's helping, who's not? Well, the only one group of people that are fixing this thing is investors right yeah. because the only people that can the only people that can supply properties for people to live in is investors yeah that's what we're here to do right that's what we do you know if i could reach my goal of helping ten thousand australians create wealth through property investing in property i would just help by this much i help uh, yeah. families but <laughs> we've got a crisis much worse than that so we're not even touching the sides. You know, because a lot of people go, oh, George, you know, when you get 10,000 investors, aren't you going to wreck the market? No, we're not going to wreck the market. We're not even going to, we're not even, we're nothing, right? How many we're, people are, <laughs> how many yeah, people live here? Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, I mean, because we're a buyer's group as well, you know, we buy property before it goes on, you know, real estate porn, like realestate.com and domain, because I call that real estate porn. So we buy it before it gets there. Um, and what we do is we give developers and builders certainty. So, therefore, they'll do the job because the problem is there's a lot of builders that are going broke. So that's going to make the rental crisis even worse. I had that exact question today, actually. I hope she's watching tonight. Um, yeah. yeah, the exact question. Okay. What, what, what did you say? What's the question? 
Uh, yeah, so she was worried about the builders going broke and, and that's the reason why she was scared about um, doing an investment. And I said that's the whole reason that you have a circle of safety around you. If, if exactly. something happens, that's what we're here for. The fact of it is no one can guarantee your builder's not going to go broke. But the fact of it is if they invest with us, their chance of succeeding, right, I give them 99.9% chance of succeeding investing in property if they do the work. Yeah, guarantee. <laughs> well, so far, every single person that's done the work and kept their property has made a huge profit in our business. Not one client has lost money. Now, no. I've had clients that have said, oh, it's too hard and quit and sold their property five minutes after they bought it, all right? And you're not going to make money if you buy a property and sell it five minutes later. You've got to keep it for a few years. You know, properties double every seven or ten years, not every five or seven minutes. Right. <laughs> so I've you know we've had people that have quit the program and haven't listened to my advice and just done stupid stuff and I've said please don't do this. I've had I've I had um a, quite a few people before COVID and they were they were on excellent properties. Now these properties are almost doubled now. Right? Yeah, wow. They were just about to go finalised. They had one step to go, and they oh, rang wow. and they, they rang and said, "Oh no, too risky." My cousin, I go. Who the fuck's your cousin, right? What the hell, right? Do they Isn't have a lot of properties? Did they invest? Yes. <laughs> and he's going, nah, but his friend's a financial planner and he was saying this and blah, blah, blah. And I said, look, if the financial planner, right, because the financial planner, all he's there is to sell you stocks. He's not actually going to help you. You're to listen to someone like me who's actually got the runs on the board. I've made the money, right? Yeah. That's the fact. Anyway, they didn't listen. They've missed out on a lot of money. Not only that, they can probably never get back into the market again. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because sometimes when people miss that boat, the boat's finished. It's gone. See you later. Because once you miss, sometimes one boom can just wipe you out because of the next thing. So a lot and of I think that's what a lot of people are scared of with their kids. They're just not going to be able to afford to get into the market by the time they're old enough. Well, if you want your kids to, to get into a market, become an investor and teach them how to do it. That's yeah. what you should do. You know what I mean? Yeah, seriously. Show, because show that's what you need to do. You've got to show them by example, lead by example. Yeah. So the rental crisis, it's going to get worse if builders going broke. We've got 50% of what we, what we, um, of the thing. Most vacancy rates are less than 1%. So a healthy market is about a 3% vacancy rate, right? Because that's usually a good balance. Three out of 100 properties are vacant, and that's, a good place to invest and a good place to rent. Yeah. When the vacancy rates are over 3%, it's a really bad place to invest. Yeah. And when it's under 3%, it's a bad place to rent because you're screwed. So it's one of those balancing acts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so someone's written here, don't listen to people who have no experience. Are they in the game or are they just opinions? Yeah. We don't have opinions like most opinions I like assholes. Everyone's got one and they all stink. <laughs> naysayers. That's true, true, true. I, can, I know who's saying naysayers. I know who that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I know who that is too. <laughs> yes. So this is the big challenge, right? Um, and look, I've got Chris who's actually telling us about um, his challenge with rent. If you don't mind reading that out, Stacey. Sure. Okay, so we had a hard time to find a place to rent. We had gone to lots of open houses and inspections. There's not enough houses. 
those that are empty, I can't blame people for not renting. I had a farmhouse that was rented out and basically it was trashed. Oh, okay, that's not good. Um, I can't read the rest of that. Um, it was trashed and took ages to clean back up. I split up the X and eventually found a new partner. It took us ages to get a place. Well, Chris, I'm, I'm so glad you got a place. That's really good because the fact of it is, you know, I really feel for the people that are having challenges renting. And one part I'm always proud of Australia when I go overseas is we don't have a lot of homeless people usually. And unfortunately, oh, look, when I was in, when I was in um, Los Angeles, everywhere you go, there's a little tent on the footpath and it stinks and you've got to walk past. It's like you've got some drunk person walking out. You know, it's, the way it's terrible. And I feel sorry for them because America, they don't give you the, um, the government doesn't give you the bonuses for rent, investing in real estate like they do here. All right. So the Australian government is smart. What they've done is they want you to help people get a property and they're going to give you massive tax savings, right? The biggest, biggest expense you've got in your whole life is tax, right? Yes. And the thing is, this is what happens. Right? Let's say you've got a nine-to-five job. You go to work, you work, you get paid, you trade your time for dollars and yeah. then you, they take out the super, then they take out the tax. And what you've got little left, you go shopping and guess what happens? Then you've got to pay GST. Now, they yeah. call GST 10%, but when you've lost 50% of your income, it's actually 20%. And then if you want to buy a house, then you've got to pay stamp duty, you've got to pay more tax. When you fill your petrol up, you pay even more tax on top of that. Yeah. buy alcohol, cigarettes, or anything else, you still pay more tax. We get taxed like five times in a row on the same paycheck. We're actually the most taxed, um, second most taxed country in the OC o OCED. Who's the first? Don't know. I don't remember now. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I could have a look. I could have a look. No. Um, so. So the increase in the the housing prices and stuff wouldn't have had it. Would that have had an effect on the rental market? Um, it it so what would happen with the housing price going up? It makes rent more expensive. So some people now, can't afford to rent. But this this is the deal though. The RBA have been raking, racking up the hikes to stop inflation, right? Now, this is the stupid thing. It's totally stupid, right? They're putting the rates up to stop inflation, but the rates are causing inflation because if you put the rates up, people pay more interest, they have to charge more rent, and therefore people's cost of living goes up, which is called inflation. <laughs> so it's, it's just a circle. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Stop inflation by inflating people's costs. <laughs> just, <laughs> the RBA, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what, what pipe they're smoking, but it's the peace pipe, obviously, right? But that's what they're doing, right? Now, this deal with inflation the way it's going, right, um, it just hit 9.5% in the U.S., right? What does that mean for Australia? It means that we're going to be next. And the fact of it is, with inflation, properties are going to go up. Yeah, right. 9.5%. That means our property prices are going to go up too. That's right. Because, see, you know, the money all the government's printed in the last two years. Mm. Usually when the money prints government, the, the, when, the, when the government prints money, that money ends up in housing. It flitters through, 
the economy and ends up in houses and ends up in the growing price of houses. And we, we printed more money in the last two years than we have in the last 20. Yeah. Like, really. So, so that's good for investors, not, not so good for uh, people that are trying to buy a house in the next, for themselves to live in. No, no, look, well, the thing is I've never met anyone that said the house I live in made me rich. No. <laughs> never heard that before. I've never no, heard anyone saying, to pay it off and own it. That's right. I've never heard anyone saying, I put my money in the bank and I'm now I'm rich. It doesn't work that way. See, a lot of people out there think saving money or buying crypto or putting money in stocks or buying a home to live in is actually an investment. Because maybe your mum told you, your uncle told you that that's an investment, but it's not. Right? Yes, and, and right. a lot of people get stuck on the fact that they're going to be paying this much rent or they're going to be paying this much mortgage. So they're like, well, we might as well be paying more mortgage because I'll be, at least I'll own it. It, it, it depends so on where the they... property is, the structure. There's a, there's a lot more to it than that. So yeah. you, you need to go through the numbers because sometimes it's better to own the place you live in and sometimes it's not. But normally what I say to people is you don't own a house to live in until you deserve it and you've earned it. So I made sure I had 20 houses before I bought my house house to live in. 20? You know why? Because yes, I don't pay for my house. Loan. <laughs> I don't pay for my house. No, no, I've got a loan. But guess what? Who's paying my loan? My tenants are. Yeah. Thank you, tenants. Ching, ching. Now, before everyone says, oh, George, you nasty person, I'm, I'm supplying housing. It's okay. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> Here we go. Here's a here's another story. Okay, so I had a deposit for a property in Queensland. The valuation went so high and it was the only four months ago and I couldn't come up with another 25K to get it, so I was disappointed. I'm living in my own property with a good single income with one daughter. Okay, Facebook user, I didn't get your name there, but this is what I suggest you do. Um, I really think you should have a chat to Stacey, actually. Type in yeah. hashtag wealth call and Stacey will reach out and you can have a chat to him and we can see the situation. This is what happens. So many people out there can invest in property, but they just don't know how. Yeah. They don't, they don't have the skills. And, um, you know, I was don't looking give at up. A, don't give up because you got knocked back once. Exactly. I'm going to get a piece of paper. You keep everyone entertained. I'm going to get a piece of paper and show someone a little picture. Yeah, all right. I'm, oh, I am an ex they're, they're a client. All right. We can definitely help you. Well, we can definitely help you. Yeah, so don't be disheartened. All the time, this, this does happen, and I suppose the people that are most successful from property investing are the ones that keep pushing forward because you might get knocked back seven times before you get a yes. So let's just keep trying to find an avenue. Just book in a uh, meeting with your coach. And let's see if we can find another avenue for you. But um, one property, you'll be fine. George got knocked back from I don't know how many properties over the years. And he always found another way into the market. Yes, and you'll never save yourself rich. That is true. No, you won't. You won't. Okay, so he's, this person still needs assistance. All right. Yes. Great. Perfect. Well, that's all we should do. Let's help. Yep. Let's help us. So, I can only see Facebook user, but I'll be able to see it once we um, finish yes. this. Tonight. And we're going to help you. That's what we're here to do. Yeah. 
Um, come along tonight to the um, the show after this. Absolutely. So um, now, guess what else is going to happen? I'm finished with little um, little story. So okay. we're getting 250,000 immigrants a year coming back to Australia. Yeah, it's going to get worse. <laughs> what do you think it's going to do to the rental crisis? Well, there's not going to be enough for them either. <laughs> yep. They're going to be living yeah. in tents too. No, totally. And guess what's happening with unemployment rates? Unemployment rates? The lowest unemployment rate we've had in 48 years. That's good. Since the 1970s, we haven't had an unemployment rate that low. Our economy is booming. We need these immigrants because of that. So there you go. And, of course, we're happy to help you. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. There you go. Don't so, worry. We'll get your name after this. I think we've got about a couple of minutes, George, and then we've got to go into our members. Yeah, I, know, I know, I know. I just want to <laughs> and show people something. Okay. I'm going to show you screen. When I download it, um, so look, guides. Uh, here we go. Okay. So. I've got something I can share now, which is great. So um, I saw this this bullshit thing on Instagram the other day. Okay. Right? So there's a few of those. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm going to draw it out for anyone. Has anyone seen this where there's an arrow that says success really and, they've got, and they've got squiggly line? You know, when you know when Instagram, they've got a line uh, that goes from A to B and it says success and they've got a squiggly line and go, this yeah. is, right? What a load of bullshit, right? The squiggly line is confusion. That's not success, right? <laughs> so what success is, right, is this. I'm going to show you. It's not a squiggly line. It's actually having a plan. And this is success where you've got a step-by-step -step approach, 12 steps to get there, right? This is called the Positive Property Roadmap. And it's actually in uh, the guide. So you're happy, guys, if you're watching, Download it, stick it on your fridge, and follow it. That's what you should do. I've got, I've got two stuck on my fridge. There you go. There you go. And and that's the way to do it, right? Because yeah. that's success. But that squiggly line doesn't mean anything. Like and maybe they mean a bit like it's never a straight line to success. Maybe that's... Yeah, I know, but it is a straight line in our business. It's 12 <laughs> steps. So that's the way to do it. But the, the deal is, right... There's a lot of people out there at the moment that are very dangerous. So I want you guys to watch out for these dangerous people. There's a lot of people out there that think they're financial experts and they're going, oh, you know, the economy's bad. Make sure that you save all your money. Make sure that you put more money in super, blah, 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 blah. Right? These people are friggin' idiots, right? <laughs> they certainly are, seriously. Putting money in super is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. I mean, if you want to help Wall Street, go for it, but you're going to lose your money. And putting if you've money already in the bank, got money in super, then you can use it for property. Yeah, but putting money in super is stupid. I'll never suggest that in, in, in a million years. And the other part is putting money in the bank is even stupider, right? Money doesn't do anything in the bank. It just sits there. It doesn't do anything. What you've got to do is you've got to get your money out and you've got to make it work for you. You've got to make it multiply. 
right? And you've got to get money that actually um, multiplies, makes little baby money, right? And that's what properties yeah. are there for because it creates cash flow because cash flow is king. And in a crisis, when everyone's saying cash is king, no, cash flow is king because the people with cash flow, you're going to get through. Back in 2008, our group kicked ass because they had cash flow. Yeah. And right. they're not waiting. To, yeah. There's tricks of the trades and ways of doing things that you can have cash running through your accounts so that you can pay for things for your property and not wait and fork it out of your own pocket. Yep. In the meantime. Yep. There you go. So that's what it is. So, guys, that's it. Um, make sure, would you suggest not seller sacrificing? Look, um, not if you're putting it in super, because my super is my properties. Yeah. Right, I've got heaps, and funny enough, um, I had um one of Christina's auntie call me the other week, and she said, "George, I'm upset with you." I go, "Why?" She goes, "I'm making too much money. I won't be able to get the pension." And I said, "Look, one, it's a good thing that I've helped. Two, you can actually spend all your money you want, and then you'll get the pension if you blow it all anyway. So it's up to you." Yeah. Yeah. Right. Wouldn't you rather? And the pension's not going to really give you much in comparison to a few properties. No, no, now, now she gets it, and um, you know, yeah. and I'm really proud of her. She's she's awesome. She's really good because she yeah. joined the program. I just said, okay, George, tell me what to do. I'll do it, and she did it. And she had yeah. the gut, the courage to do it, and she did it. Um, salary, salary sacrificing depends on what you're doing because there's a lot of nuance to this. So when I say broadly no super, it doesn't mean never, ever, ever no super. It means normally if you put money in super, you're an idiot. But sometimes you can be smart if it works well for you. And I've actually put money in super in the past and it worked well because um, they had a, at one stage, you could put money in super and pay zero tax. Yeah. Yes, I remember that. Right? So that's when that was happening, it was great. But at the moment, they charge you 15 in, 15 out. They're charging you too much, too yeah. much. You know, there's no incentive. Like. I'm going to put my money in super, pay 15 in, then I'm 15 out, and then what I'm going to do, I'm going to not be able to use it till I'm 65. And by the time I get to 65, I'll say, nah, we'll change the rule, 75, 85, then 95, forget it. Yeah. So there you go, guys. So, guys, um, stay well. Remember, don't listen to all the idiots out there saying that the world's going to end because it's not. Stay it's positive. Stay strong. And be a freedom fighter. So yes. Freedom fighter. There you go. Be a freedom fighter. <laughs> anyway, we've got to go to our shirt. We Thank do. you so much yeah. for joining us. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye.